Thank you guys for singing with that. Sorry, there was a little slide mix up there. I'll, I'll have oh, to. Sorry. That was uh, my bad. Well, no, I, I, I don't know what. Uh, was it, uh, which, well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we inserted some lyrics from ABBA, but uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think we, we had, had a little dancing queen in there. I don't know why, but it just happened, so. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a good song, though. Um, Thanks again for everybody for, for uh, coming out today and uh, for, for joining us. Uh, how are the donuts? Are they good? You haven't tried it yet? Oh, wow. They're, are, they, are they good? All right. Um, <laughs> that's why you come is for the donuts? That's what? Oh, is he getting some? Okay, there you go. So, Around a donut holes for my friends over here. So, yes. <laughs> Parents are like, hey, quit it. Uh, if you're just joining us, we've been doing the Old Testament for a while. We've been, um, I like to, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about the New Testament, but sometimes I like to, to share those stories of what brought us to the story. And some of those stories are, are, are really fascinating and really good. We've been following Moses uh, and the, the, the Hebrew people, the Israelites, coming out of uh, repression in Egypt and making a home uh, right now in the wilderness. And what's been happening is that God is developing a relationship with these folks. Uh, it's the first time that uh, the, this community has really, uh, for many of them, has really experienced uh, the, one, the one true God. And this is all about God trying to develop a relationship with us. This is something that is unheard of at this time. Gods did not do this. In, uh, if you look at... Uh, uh, Ancient times, if you look at history, the stories of uh, uh, people worshiping gods, it was not about a personal relationship that people tried to develop and to, to uh, have with the creator. And in this case, the creator is the one that is reaching out to us, trying to develop a personal relationship. We spend so much time in this world thinking that we are unloved and unliked. We spend so much time in this world uh, unloving and unliking other people. We spend so much time in this world causing division. We are following a God that wants no division but a community. A community of people that love, honor, and respect each other. Why can't we get that straight? Why do we continue to struggle with that? Why can't we have... Um, a community, a church, an actual church community uh, in our daily lives. Why do we come to church sometimes and try to put on our best feet and, and, and like the song that Will was singing, uh, try to say that we're fine? When many times we're broken. And if we have a true relationship with God in our lives, if we have a true relationship, if we truly understand that God is all about trying to develop a relationship with us, a personal relationship with us, doesn't that also allow us to be broken sometimes? Doesn't that also allow our uh, imperfections, the things that we um, uh, are not proud of in our lives, uh, the things that we think that other people may not like about us, doesn't that allow that relationship to fester and to grow as we are? I hope so. I hope, I hope that this is, if, if I were to die today, uh, that's the message that I hope that you uh, know that that's what Neighbors has been all about, is that God loves you for who you are. 
And that means that we should love each other for who we are. Uh, we've been doing the Ten Commandments, and so far we have covered uh, four of them. No other gods before me, no graven images or likenesses. Uh, don't make wrongful use of my name. Uh, every once in a while people would call God Phil. And I don't know why that was, but he had to set that record straight. Uh, remember the Sabbath day. And if you want to look back on any of these, please feel free to go back to our YouTube page and things like that and, and catch up on that. Um, I, I, I pray that we're seeing some of these in a different light. Uh, we're seeing them not as uh, rules or scoldings, but as uh, part of that relationship, part of that commitment that, that God is trying to make with us. Uh, this one that is coming up next is honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. This one is one that is, uh, that's a little uh, difficult. You know, as a parent, can you mind if I sit down? It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, uh, I'm going to anyway. Um, but this one is one that I think people uh, have struggled with. When you talk about those imperfections, um, it, a lot of people in this world have had parents that have been just genuine, uh, loving parents. And to hear them talk about parents on Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, it's like they're, they're, they're talking about uh, an angelic being, about people that have influenced them uh, and have been there for them. And I've seen parents like this. I truly have seen parents, uh, uh, even in this church, relationships that are close and, and real and honest and they are amazing. They are loving uh, and easy to honor, I think. You know? Um, honor has two definitions. One of them is, you know, to honor, to, um, uh, to, to hold in high regard, to respect. The other one is to, like, a, an agreement, like to honor a contract. In some cases, what God is saying in this particular uh, commandment is both meanings. Uh, this is, now remember, we come to church and some of this stuff we have heard since childhood. We've heard commandments, we've heard things like the Bible, we've heard things about the, the one true God, we've heard all of this stuff. Uh, even people that have not been to church ever have heard something about this. Uh, and they have, uh, they know the name Jesus, they know that kind of stuff. We are in a time in the first century here, mind if I stand up? I'm going to, anyway, um, where people are hearing about this one true God for the first time. This whole concept. Now, remember, last week we talked about that they were introduced to the seven-day week, something that we have taken for, you know, granted for all of this time. They had never heard of it. They didn't know what a seven-day week was. All of this stuff is brand new to them. It is part of a culture-changing environment for them and a world that just explodes their minds sometimes. The fact that we have been repressed as uh, Hebrews for so long in a world that uh, has several different gods, several different um, uh, rituals, that looks at political leaders as gods. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, but we look at all of this stuff and we have great all of this world stuff. Now we are in the desert here where we are reminded of something that we had forgotten. And that is that there is only one God. And there is a God that has a relationship that they want to have with us. 
That's amazing. And it's something that they never heard of before. And so if you're God and you're trying to get that message through, the first thing that you want to do is you do not want that message to be diluted. You do not want that message to be misrepresented. You want that message to carry its way through generation to generation to generation. You want to get that message through that God is a God of love, that God is a God of acceptance, that God is a God of grace. So, God is in a generation right now telling the story about love. The message about love. And what God wants to do is he wants the generations after this to know that message so that they can carry that message to their generation. Every one of us, we pick something up from our parents. We make it our own. We pass that on as we go. We either pass it on to our children or we pass it on to our, our world around us, but we pass that on. This is the message that God's trying to tell us. If you ever pass anything on, pass on love. Pass on love. Do not forsake that, but pass on the message of love. And sometimes in our lives, we get caught up into other things where we think, well, that, is that supposed to be love? God's saying, yes, that's a, that is supposed to be uh, love. Well, what about this person over here that looks different than I? Am I supposed to? Yes, you're supposed to love them. And what about this person that has a different lifestyle? Am I supposed to get? <clears throat> you're supposed to love them. That's the message that God's been trying to get through to us over and over and over again. And he's trying to start it with the family unit. That's amazing, isn't it? God's not going to the big coliseums here. He's not waiting for internet to come up. He's not doing a social media page. He's talking to people and saying, in your own home, in your own home, practice that message of love because God, see, he knows. He's smart. He knows that you're going to carry that message out wherever you go. He knows that everything that you do is a drop in the pond and they have ripple effects. So he knows that if you have a house that is celebrating this message of love and you're passing that on to your kids and your kids honor that and carry that forward, guess what? Love grows, right? And so for the parents that are so loving and caring and pass on that message, I am forever grateful because what you are doing is not only something for this world. You're doing something that is for eternity. You are doing something holy in this world. You are passing on by just loving your kids and treating them with respect and showing them that others should be treated with respect. You are passing on the very message of God way back when he first introduced himself. Imagine that. There is something within our DNA that says we are supposed to love one another. There is something that is in our DNA, our very makeup, that says that we are supposed to do the right thing, that we are supposed to be, uh, have morals and values. There is something in our DNA that is passed on from generation to generation. Now, as I do see parents that have shared this, 
I also have to address that I have seen and witnessed personally parents that have not. What do we do about that? How do you honor? How do you honor parents? This commandment can be a gut-wrenching, painful thing for many people. Because for many people, their childhood is not one where they have witnessed respect and loved and honored. There are many people in this world that have continually felt like outcasts of their own families because of who they are. Because of who, who they are. I have personally heard stories of abuse. I have heard stories of uh, Terrible, terrible things in people's lives. I have personally heard stories of parents telling their own children that they are going to burn in all eternity because of who they are. Where does that's not the message? That has never been the message. And yet there are people that have heard this. There are people that have as children have been harmed. And as adults are still trying to deal with that harm. What we do today to each other has those ripple effects that last generation to generation to generation. Some of those families are sharing love generation to generation to generation. Some are not. And that still goes generation to generation to generation. How do we honor? How do we honor that? The Bible is it ain't an easy book. We like to we love black and white. In our lives it's just simpler, you know? Uh, does this say this? Yes it does. Uh, does this say this? No it doesn't. And so when people see you have to honor your mother and your father, uh, for some, that is so easy. And it is a joy to pass that on. For others, it's, it's like asking them uh, to live with pain. And I just want to acknowledge that. That when God gives a commandment, uh, His intent is not for this half to love it and for this half to fear it. That's, that's not what God's about. Uh, I personally uh, grew up in a house that wasn't perfect. Uh, I had people in, in my house that uh, were, had their own issues. Um, I, I know what it's like to have a parent that uh, you live constantly in fear of. I, I know what that's like personally. Um, I have, uh, my, my wife is um, very, very close with her family. Uh, I'm not. Uh, and uh, in, in, in some respects, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit of uh, 
I, I suppose you could call an outcast or, 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 or whatever. We, 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 we have our differences and things like that. So the, the closeness I'm not sure I'm familiar with. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, I've, I've, ha I've experienced uh, love, but I've also experienced um, living a life where um, you didn't know if you were going to get uh, a smile or a slap. Uh, I had a father that uh, uh, suffered from alcoholism, and his, his drunk behavior was that of, uh, it, it just wasn't nice. And... Um, children were easier for him to hit than anybody else. And so I know what it's like to look at something like this and say, that's a, that's a hard one. That's a difficult thing to do. And sometimes I still struggle with that. But you know what? I don't think that that's what God has ever had in mind. God does not want us to be abused. God does not want us to be disrespected. God does not want us to be unloved. God wants us to actually wake up every morning and feel loved. God wants us to wake up every morning, look in the mirror exactly as we are, and appreciate it. That's what God wants us to do. God wants us to be a person that thinks that they are good as they are, but can be better than they were to yesterday. We are meant to evolve, we are meant to improve, we are meant to grow. That's what we are meant to do. And we know any psychologist will tell you that the, only, the best way to do that is by positive reinforcement. Your energy to improve yourself comes from the energy you get from approving things before that. Does that make any sense? If you like who you are and you know that you can make that better, you're going to have a better chance of making yourself better than if you don't like anything about you. That's usually when you give up. And there are times when there are families and children, people in their lives, that because of the way that they were raised, they have stopped. And that is something that is very hard to look at a commandment like this and make sense out of. So for that story, I want us to remember the first time that God introduced this story. People were living in communities, and they were living uh, with family units. Sometimes it would be about three generations living together. They shared meals together. They shared thoughts together. And they were experiencing this God for the first time together. And the message that God was trying to tell them, when we honor the people that come before us, it is, remember, to pass on that message of love. Honor that. What your parents are learning right now about me and their presence, honor that. And pass that forward. I'm asking us all today, whatever our history is, whatever our current situation is, that we learn to pass on and honor the message of love. Sometimes the messenger, but the message itself. Can we pass that on? When I became a father, I was scared to death. You know, my son is going to be 26, and I'm still scared to death. Because I've made mistakes. 
I have never, I can tell you this, I have never laid a hand on my son. I have never, I have been able to somehow uh, been able to break the cycle that was mine, my father's. I later found out that violence and, and uh, abuse was something that had been passed on for generation to generation. Somehow I was able to break that. And my son has never grown up into a house where he feared his father. I have told him from the day that he was born that I would never lay a hand on him, but I could always hit him with my car. I just, I wanted to make sure that there was a little, just a slight bit of fear there, but. But even the mistakes that I have made, I have prayed that whatever the imperfections I had as a parent, my son would not pass those forward that he would form his own way, and that he would become his own self. I do not want a carbon copy of me. I do not want uh, someone to uh, emulate me, and I don't think that that's what the honoring is about. The honoring is about taking the, 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 the pieces that are good and paying those forward. It's hard for me sometimes to look at uh, an abusive parent and find any good there. For me, a secret that I have here, uh, and I often get asked this uh, for some reason, when, when you create a church that uh, constantly spews love God, love yourself, love your neighbor, everyone, uh, you, you constantly get questions of, yeah, but what if your neighbor is a jerk? You know, it's a good question. Uh, I keep remembering what Jesus said. Uh, he was walking down the street with his disciples, and his disciples uh, were starting to get cocky because they'd been hanging around with Jesus. Uh, and you know when you're hanging around somebody famous, you start to think that maybe you're famous too, uh, and that you get a little cocky about that. And some children started to come over, and they thought that they knew what they were going to do, and they said, get, get the kids out of there because this is Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus said, stop it you morons. Uh, this is, uh, tell you what, if you want to be in the kingdom of heaven, be more like those kids. I think that when God focuses on us, God spends a lot of time focusing on the child that we were. That's why family is so important to God. That's why honoring parents is so important to God, because he knows that we become parents. But this message is about the children. And every single one of us started this world as a child. Before the world starts to pollute that child, before the world starts to fill that child with bad choices, hateful behaviors, before that world starts, even, don't get me, I'm sorry, but even Hitler was probably a cute baby. He had the mustache, but I mean, he still had a, you know, he looked more like Oliver Hardy back then, but uh, oh, dating myself there, but every one of us starts this world in innocence. Every one of us starts this world in fragility. Every one of us starts this world before the pollution and the hatred and the things enter and make us either go the right way or the wrong way. What God is trying to tell us is to honor 
that. When a baby first looks up at you, you got a, you have grandbaby. And I've seen that baby look up at you and smile. And I've seen your world, your day made by that smile. Someday that baby's going to grow up. Someday they're going to make the right choices. Someday they're wrong. Never forget that smile. Never forget that moment of innocence in that child. Because that is what God is saying. Honor that. And pay it forward. And pass that on. And love one another.